We have a disaster called the big lie, Obamacare. What happens to those 20 million people who have health insurance? I believe, many people in my own state believe, that health care is a right, R-I-G-H-D, regardless of income. One of the traditional methods of imposing statism or socialism on a people has been by way of medicine. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290KOIL mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is presented by HKG Medicare Solutions, Renaissance Captive Solutions, the Omaha Press Club, self-funded plan administrators, and caring for people services. This program is produced by E.D. Bellis and available worldwide on iTunes and SoundCloud. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Hey, welcome, my friends, to America's Healthcare Challenge. Just another beautiful day in the heartland, keeping up on all the news and changes in the healthcare and insurance industries. And I'm always pumped up to do the show, but I'm especially excited because one of my favorite contributors is going to be joining us, Stuart Sloan, will be joining the program to talk about all of the changes that we've seen from the first 30 to 60 days of the Trump administration. There has been a major wave of activity, and we are going to report on some of the things that um, are most important to us as we're following these issues on a daily basis. Some of the things we'll be covering this week is taking a look back at the process used to pass the ACA under uh, President Obama. We're going to take a look at, at all of the things because, remember, folks, we're just getting started with any Health Reform 2.0 effort, despite what you might have heard in the news media, and we will break down all of those things. We'll also take a look at some of the things that were going on when the Affordable Care Act was passed. The ACA was passed in 2010, March of 2010, but there, as you will learn today, many, many uh, things that happened behind the scenes that caused it to uh, take an awful long time, and we think that that's probably going to happen again. And we're also going to take a look at some of the things that we can expect from any new replacement plan and much, much more here in America's Healthcare Challenge. By the way, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge, where we put out all of our extra additional commentary to all of these things. And we have really been stepping up our game lately. And so that page is something that you want to pay attention to. But let's bring in our contributor for the week, uh, personal friend and mentor of mine and uh, wonderful contributor here on America's Healthcare Challenge, Stuart Sonnen, president of SIG Consulting, online at uh, rcs-ins.com. Uh, Stuart, great to have you today. How are you? Good to be with you, Sean. How are you? Not too bad. Better now because I'm really excited about our conversation that we're going to be having today which is really helping listeners understand some of the context of how we got to where we are from a legislative standpoint and some of the things that we can uh, look at as we, uh, as we move forward. What are um, some of the things on your mind, uh, first of all, and then we'll get into the process used to pass the ACA under President Obama? Well, I, I think uh, what's really needed at this point, uh, Sean, is some degree of patience. You have a new administration that's really only been on the job for 28 days. Uh, some of the the uh, nominations uh, are still being vetted uh, by Congress. 
So, you know, there's still a process uh, of getting the team in place uh, so that all the things that people are looking forward to in terms of what was promised uh, in the 2016 election uh, can at least, uh, you know, have the uh, the pieces there in place so that they can uh, be worked on. Right. That's, now, that's, that's my opinion. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't realize just how long the whole process took to put the Affordable Care Act uh, in place. More than just mm-hmm. two years, we're talking about maybe 50 years in mm-hmm. the works for some of the things in there. So let, let's uh, take a look at the, the process uh, that, that was used, and I, I assume we're probably going to be talking about the reconciliation process a little bit as well because that's going to be maybe a mechanism of changing it. But uh, any thoughts on the, the original process to pass the ACA? Yeah, and I, and I think it's important uh, for the audience to really step back and reflect you know, how the ACA really came to be in the first place. Uh, after his inauguration in 2009, President Obama together with administration officials, uh, began closed-door meetings, working on a broad outline of what health care reform should look like. In late February 2009, interested parties within the U.S. health care delivery system were invited to an open discussion about their their perception of what the problems were and their suggestions uh, were for uh, correcting these problems. Following that meeting, Jonathan Gruber and David Cutler, healthcare policy experts, were engaged to help the administration craft an overall solution, working closely with congressional Democrats. They argued that guarantee issue would require both community rating and an individual mandate to be the backbone of any final reform plan. So following uh, continued discussions and debate, the ACA was passed on um, March 21st, uh, 2010, and finally signed into law uh, the 23rd of, um, of March uh, that year. The ACA is a series of health care reforms that expanded Medicaid and Medicare, uh, created insurance exchanges, both state and federal, and opened up the individual and small group markets to a new expanded uh, series of options. Right. It's a long process. It was a long process. I was there for uh, the whole thing, watching and reading about it every single day. And mm-hmm. it's uh, I, I don't think people realize the uh, the amount of effort that went into to putting that law together and the amount of things that they just threw all together to get it all passed in, in, uh, in the time that they did. Um, but the thing is that people don't also understand is that things were not – very good back then either with regards to how our healthcare system was, uh, particularly with regards to cost. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was rising at an unsustainable rate. Uh, how did it compare to other countries? Well, <clears throat> healthcare spending accounted for 17.6% of our GDP uh, in 2010, you know, the time that ACA was passed. That was down slightly from the 17.7% in 2009. The U.S. had the highest share of health care costs of any nation in the OECD, which is the Organization for Economic Development. That was 8% higher than any other OECD member uh, country, where the OECD membership uh, averaged 9.5 of uh, GDP for their health care systems. Uh, the OECD was established in December uh, 1960 by 18 European nations 
plus the United States and Canada, really to share data, to share uh, uh, economic information uh, in terms of how to uh, prosper and sustain uh, their respective uh, economies. Mm-hmm. So they're pretty respected, respected source. Oh, is, they're they're a major source in the world. Yeah. Okay, I see. Well, how how is it comparing to costs then compared to now? Do you do you know much about that? Well, uh, costs. You know, then as I said, uh, you're looking at seventeen percent. The statistics I saw the other day, uh, healthcare uh, increased uh, by about eight point eight percent in this past year. Eight percent it grew by. Mm-hmm. And what did the economy grow by do you, compared to that? I uh, don't have that figure. Okay, but I I know that it was more probably more than the economy. Yeah. Right now, and that's yeah, that's sure. really where it starts to have an impact on on all of us, mm-hmm. because for for many reasons, maybe uh, listeners might have had an example where they are charged more for um for for their health care costs uh, and their wages did not go up and. The reason their wages might not have gone up is because the company didn't grow, and but healthcare is growing faster, and yeah. their company's growing, and so yep. Always that, has. that's kind of an example. We're we're gonna we got to take a time out in a couple of minutes here, but um, anything else to set the stage, I guess for for the folks, because when we when we get into the next segment, we want to take a look at um, what the ACA actually covered and how it was paid for, because that's yeah. an important. I, I part think of the that's discussion. important. A, a good place to uh, to pick up on, Sean. Okay, so we'll take a time out here on America's Healthcare Challenge uh, just shortly, and then we'll be right back where we will take a look for uh, for for those of you that are for that are just joining us. This is a public service uh, program to uh, help you understand all of the changes that are happening in healthcare and uh, in insurance because it is having an impact on on all of you. And so when we come back, we're going to take a look at how the ACA uh, went through, which we just covered, but more importantly, what that actually was covered in that, because this is going to affect all of us and how it was paid for. Another really important part of the discussion. Check out facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge during the week, where you can find uh, this segment and all of our other ones. And subscribe to us on iTunes or your podcasts. Uh, You can find us also on SoundCloud. We'll be right back. 